evening, my viewers, and welcome back to another episode of Geeks Who Haunt. Tonight, I have with me a guest from Geeks with Shields. He comes on quite frequently, and tonight he's decided to grace me with his presence. It is Marquis, and we will be talking about nightmares. And since he was the one that came up with this awesome idea, I'll let him kind of explain what we're going to talk about tonight. Well, thanks for having me on. It's always a pleasure to be on the uh Geeks and Geeks and Shields and other things uh, podcasts, <laughs> but uh, yeah, I wanted to talk about nightmares because I feel like it's I feel everyone's first real foray into horror and more or less not in the best way. I completely agree with that. Um, I don't know. See, like we were talking a little bit before we started recording and stuff, and while your experiences with nightmares kind of uh, I don't. I guess hindered you from getting into horror, even though I had terrible nightmares that didn't stop me from getting into horror. Like I kind of feel like they should have. <laughs> so <laughs> it's gonna be. I, honestly, it should have. Um, you probably took the safer route, but <laughs> I can't wait uh, to get into it. Sure. Honestly, the big thing with me is yeah, I horror is one of my favorite genres as an adult now. But even when I watched it as a like a teen, when I knew. You know, it couldn't hurt me. I'd usually stay at home and just kind of have that small little panic of, "Wow, that actually was scarier than I let it let myself think it was." But I, uh, <laughs> go ahead. No, I was just gonna say, like, I agree with that and everything. Like, even though I loved horror from a kid, even up till now and stuff, uh -huh. if I would watch something scary, even as a teenager and stuff, I remember once I got so scared at night that I had to have my little sister, who is four years younger than me, come sleep in my bedroom with me because I was that scared. I don't even remember what I was scared about. I just remember knowing that I needed my little sister's protection. Oh, uh, yeah. And, and some comfort is always helpful. Uh yeah, <laughs> but a big one for me is uh, when I was a child, and when I say that, I mean like I'll say between five to eight, I would have recurring nightmares. Uh, usually the same two or so every, uh, probably about every week, and that uh, that gave me a lot of trouble sleeping when I was a kid, uh, and it was never. You know, as bad as, like, those waking nightmares that I've heard of where people have, like, sleep paralysis. Oh, yeah, but, yeah. But as a kid, you know, it's like, you know, you're in a place and it's scary and you, you don't know how to handle that. But one that I remember very uh, poignantly when I was a kid was I would be alone in my grandmother's house and it would just be, like, eerily silent and... I would go walking down the hallway, which kind of triangled out into the room I would stay in, my grandparents' room, and the bathroom. And I would open the door to the room I would stay in, and it would be filled with cobwebs. Oh, God, no, no. Yeah, and so I would turn around, and one of my you know safety, safety nets as a kid was I had a, a little Barney plush. And yeah. I would turn around, and it would be standing near the bathroom, and would start beckoning me in an adult man's voice. Oh yeah, that's not that's not creepy. <laughs> yeah, so I'd be I would be pinned between that and the cobweb room, and that's usually when I would wake up in a panic. 
That's terrifying. I had a I had a Barney <laughs> plush too, and if that would have ever happened to me, oh my god, that's terrifying. Yeah, like surprisingly enough, that was still like my f- uh, stuffed animal of choice as a kid, oh, even despite the dream. <laughs> <laughs> but I also have that fun hiccup where if I wake up and go back to sleep, I will usually go back into whatever I was dreaming. I hate doing that, except for when they're like, you know, I don't know, sexy dreams or something. I don't know. Yeah, it's like, if it's a weird dream, that's usually all right. But when it's a nightmare, it's just like, oh, great. Now I can't escape this. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so what was that? What what was the second nightmare you were talking about that you have? I, I can't remember, but uh, that one as vividly. But it would usually be at night. And I I vaguely remember either being trapped in a room or something trying to get into a room where I have nowhere to hide. Oh god, that's terrible. I don't like that. Yeah, so, so just continuing levels of uh of panic. I can definitely yeah, just thinking about that. Ah, uh, I hate that. I hate that so much. That's making me panic a little bit. But uh. Like, looking back at it now, I always find it fascinating, because there are some people that have, like, nightmares that are so specific that, like, even after they explain it, no one else could even imagine that being scary. But, you know, in the moment, you know, regardless of whether or not it was scary, it was to you. Oh, yeah, your mind can do some crazy shit, especially in your dreams. Uh, Do you have any uh, memories of nightmares from... uh, your childhood at all? Uh, when I was littler, I talked about, um, in a previous episode or whatever, I talked about uh, how Nightmare on Elm Street was what brought me into horror and everything else. And I have nightmares and my dad uh, yes. did the whole uh, bubble thing. But <laughs> then I had watched the Chucky movies not too long after that. And I remember we were still in the exact same um, home that we were in. Uh, it was around fall time again, so all the trees were dead, and it would brush up against my window and stuff. And I remember waking up, and I had slept on my arm wrong, so my arm was numb. And when I woke up, I was kind of like half on it, so it didn't uh, it didn't look like my hand. And then oh, you couldn't feel it. Yes, and it freaked me out, and it was also the exact same night that my sister decided to have sleep over in my room because we'd stay up late at night watching Mr. Bean and stuff. And <laughs> I could just see her head down on the floor and stuff. And I swear to God, Chucky was in my room trying to get at me and shit. Oh no. <laughs> I hated it so bad. And I would like, I remember trying to like wiggle my fingers and stuff and the hand that I couldn't feel would wiggle its fingers. And I just, Oh, mm-hmm. it freaks me out. And I would have nightmares about that and stuff. It was Oh, geez. Yeah, very traumatic. <laughs> and um, <laughs> uh, one that I still kind of get to this day, but not as bad. It kind of started um, the worst in high school, I guess. Um, I would have a dream. My grandparents, they live kind of, I always call it a farm, but it's just a whole bunch of land because they don't do animals or anything anymore. Okay. Um, it's like acres and acres and acres and acres and then they live in like the middle of nowhere too and it would be in the dream it would be nighttime and 
down at the shop, the big floodlight would be on and everything, and I would be in the living room overlooking the largest yard and the shop and the creek and everything. And then there would be some person standing in the dark, kind of like completely black hooded and everything, kind of like the Grim Reaper-ish, the way the big like billowy cloak looked and stuff like that. And it would just, it would scare me. And then all of a sudden I would find myself outside and it would slowly start moving towards me and I would turn to run away and I would run through um, the gate that led into the pasture when they did have animals and stuff. And it would chase after me and it would grab onto my arm. And as I would pull away from it, it would just tear along my skin and everything. And that's always when I woke up and I always woke up with wounds on my arm because in my dream, I would wound myself. Oh, jeez. Yeah. And that's a that's a shockingly in- intense reaction to it. Yeah, I know. Um, when I finally talked to a therapist about it later on, years on and stuff, uh, she said it was like um like a stress dream, stress reaction uh. stuff. But why I would like reach out and like injure myself like the person in the dream would it was strange. I don't yeah. know. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> Another one that it kind of a fun twist on the whole like get that sensation of yeah. Um, where I I remember dreams of like it's either me or like my mom driving a car, and it just starts progressively getting faster and faster, or like hills that we're going over start getting more and more intense to the point where the car eventually just loses control and I'll either go like falling deep or like careening off the road. And like, that's when I wake up. Oh gosh. Yeah. And it's just, it, it just kind of, you wake up with that jolt and it's like, huh? Oh geez. Yeah. That was fun. <laughs> yeah. I've had one of those falling off a rooftop, uh, dreams and stuff, but I would be pushed off and I'd wake up with a jolting sensation. And then as you said later, earlier, you know, you fall back asleep and go right back in that dream. I've had it happen to where I would jolt awake, fall back asleep and jolt awake again. (laughs) And it's usually at that point you start getting frustrated. Yeah. It's just like, I want to sleep. I I hate my brain. (laughs) Um. Yeah. Have you, okay. Have, have you ever had any experiences where like it wasn't necessarily a super scary dream but when you woke up it kind of set you on edge and in your dreamlike and not dreamlike state in your half asleep state you like kind of like wake up and look around like your whatever room you're in and things distort in the darkness that just creep you the fuck out um not so much the distorting thing but uh, woke up a little uncomfortable, then I just kind of had to get up. Uh, I had one where it was me and I think two of my cousins, and we were trapped in a room that was slowly filling with poisonous gas. And it, like, for whatever reason, it wasn't scary in the dream because we were look because we knew that the way out was like through a key that was hidden in that room, mm-hmm. but the. But the dream ended with us not being able to find it. That's odd. So it just kind of woke up. It's just like, oh, yikes. Um, so how, 
have your nightmares ever like have they ever oh gosh what's sword like oh jesus i don't even know <laughs> what i'm trying to say <laughs> no worries like, have they influenced the way that obvious god i don't know why i'm just asking this because you've already said it i was gonna say have they ever influenced the way you look at horror movies or uh scary things in general and you already said yeah <laughs> um and and again yeah like i said i avoided it i avoided scary stuff uh through most of my teen years but i will i do have an interesting story because uh when i was in about third grade so probably eight or nine i think i had a nightmare that was so traumatic my brain shut down since then i can probably count the number of different dreams i've had on both hands really yes and uh this links back a bit if uh if anyone's listening has watched the cartoon uh episode on the dc cartoons that we watched that we talked about on geeks with shields um i discussed a bit in detail that uh, the Joker from Batman comics terrified me as a child. Um, it started with the Tim Burton movie, but it got worse with Mark Hamill's representation in the animated series. Mm-hmm. Of course he uh, did. Because mm-hmm. <laughs> again, you know, part of the censorship was, you know, we need to find a way to, that the Joker can either incapacitate or even kill people without actually, you know, shooting or maiming them. Because kids show. Yeah. Uh, so they came up with the laughing gas. Uh, uh. And that, to me, was way worse than just pulling out a gun and harpooning slag. <laughs> I, I completely agree with you. I remember watching uh, the cartoon and just the, like crazy ass way that they would laugh and like they would draw like you know the twisted smiles and stuff as they were laughing and stuff i completely agree that that was so much worse than just killing a person straight out yeah and and it it was horrifying to me uh and i know it still affects me even though i can talk about it because just discussing it right now i feel my heart rate increasing damn man It, it it messed with me um, but like I said, when I was getting back on topic, when I was in third grade, I had a dream and it was me and my older and younger cousin each by a year. Uh, and it just started with us adventuring through, I can only describe it as if you've seen the uh, Disney movie, the great mouse detective. I don't think we- I have. Uh, uh, well, for anyone who knows, we are inside, but a toy shop, but, uh, in the scene, it's, you know, from a mouse's perspective, all the toys are massive and just like huge car to building size toys all over the place. Uh, and so it's just dark, it's kind of eerie, and we're looking through it all, uh, and... We get to the end where there, where there's a light on, and we end up getting into this room, and after we all get in there, the door shuts, and behind the door was the Joker. Like, what? Batman animated series Joker. Jesus. Yeah, and he just has that huge grin on his face, and, he, and then the room starts flooding with laughing gas, and so... 
me and my cousins like cover our mouths because we know if we can't if we don't breathe it we can't we won't die uh but then he comes up and tricks both my cousins into like moving their hands so they start breathing in and and so i'm watching my two cousins get affected by this in the same way it happens in the show and just to really add that last punch my mom comes out of nowhere and starts inhaling the gas too and i woke up to the sound of basically everyone i like all the close people uh from my childhood and my mother laughing to death along with the joker laugh uh, so, i don't yeah. want to i don't want to laugh but no I it's fine it's, laugh, but like, <laughs> it's so over the top it uh they just oh both your ch- or both your cousins and now your mom are dying <laughs> and i can look back at it and like it was it was a wild dream but it like i i used to have regular and recurring dreams and since then maybe one every couple months at ma- at most so can you <laughs> watch anything with the joker in it like <laughs> I can now, but I still have that sensation of my heart rate increases and I go into fight or flight anytime there's the potential, even the potential that he will be using a gas to kill somebody. That is so odd. Like, it's very interesting <laughs> and odd. Dang. Yeah, so it's like, it's not so much a, it, it affected my sense of my, well, it did affect my sense of horror. Like, I still haven't watched the majority of, like, the Batman animated series because I couldn't. Because it was a literal... It turned into a phobia. <laughs> That's so... Like, it's kind of hard for me to wrap my brain around it, but I feel <laughs> for you, man. That is just so odd. So, when did... <sighs> When did you said now you can get into horror and stuff? Like, what kind of changed it? Like, what was what you watch? What 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 what'd you do? Um, it it really started just turning into the you know I accepted that you know I haven't had nightmares in a long time at that point. Uh, so a I kind of was able to get over that through what I only assumed would be trauma, but. Uh, I also just started accepting that, you know, I like the idea of the thrill of fear, uh, and I didn't want to lose out on it uh, just because I do get a little panicky, uh, especially like when I was younger. So I started actively looking it out more, um, and I ended up watching an anime series called When They Cry, which is a more psychological horror, and I found that just fascinating because it starts delving into the idea of like if someone says something it's like what well, well is that what they mean or are they trying to imply something threatening here and i think that's when i started uh really getting into uh more horror based scenarios uh for film and like an- and animation so it probably was about 2009 okay well I honestly don't remember any of my nightmares except for when they're super traumatic, like the couple that I kind of 
touched on here. So I honestly don't have any more stories to share. I, I've just been more fascinated about your um, love-hate relationship with Joker. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and into, because it's like, I, I absolutely love some of the stuff that Hamill has done with the animated series and in that, but uh, yeah, it's like, it's still the kind of thing that watching the Joker in any medium I still get tense just because of a nightmare I had now, uh, probably about 20 years ago. Okay, so is it specifically Hamill's Joker and the way he laughs and stuff, or is it just any of the Jokers? Like, will you be able to watch the new Chucky movie with Hamill, you know, talking as him and be, like, scared of shit? Uh, The fact that it will be Hamill probably will make a cut a chord with it, but it really is just the Joker himself, because I'd say even uh, going to see The Dark Knight when it came out in the theaters uh, and Ledger's performance, which is still really great, but the second I saw him pull that poison canister and he killed the uh, bank manager at the beginning of the movie, I I almost had to question of like, okay, am I going to need to leave the theater now? Because I'm starting to get a little tense and shaky okay that's that's very interesting (laughs) so it's definitely more uh the character rather than one particular portrayal okay well (laughs) i feel like there's honestly more to this topic that we could explore but for the purpose of this short episode i feel like we've kind of touched on it a little uh We've touched on a good amount of it. Jesus Christ, if I could just speak. (laughs) (laughs) I would like to thank you for coming on and talking with me about some of these nightmares. I'm honestly going to be thinking about you and the Joker for a while. (laughs) I'm not even lying about that. (laughs) I'm always happy to always happy to be on. And yeah, it's like it's a story I like telling because it's it's such a part of like my history with fear now that it's just like, Hey, do uh, you ever find a character so scary? It messed with your childhood. I did. All right. Well, is there anything you would like to plug? <laughs> like you've got your own special channel or something that you want our viewers to go listen to. Um, well, if you're in the, if you're in the mood for some more good, scary fun, uh, there is a YouTube channel by the name of uh, midnight marinara. Uh, they do radio dramas uh, based on like old horror stories and even some special online creepypastas and the like. And I think all of their stuff has been really fun to listen to. So if you're a big fan of horror, I'd say also give them a look. All right. Well, thank you for being on one last time, Marquis. And to all of my viewers, thank you for listening. Don't forget to become a patron so that you can continue listening to these episodes i guess you would call them and don't forget to like subscribe and follow my brother podcast geeks with shields on all of the social media accounts they do everything geeky and nerdy and off the hook and they have tons of people come on all the time and it's always real fun to listen to them so as always i would like to thank everybody for listening have a good night